It all began with a thought. Hmm. I'd been at church, and I hadn't been a Christian very long, only a few months. I heard a sermon, and the sermon was on Revelation 3, uh, I think 15, 16, something like that. What it talks about is being hot, cold, or lukewarm. That if you're in the church, you need a decision to be hot or to be cold, but there's no lukewarm. There's no in the middle. There's no on the fence. I walked away from that message, and I realized I'm not hot, and I'm not cold, so I must be lukewarm. Kind of in, kind of out. And I went for a walk. I was in school in Boston, and that walk was by the Charles River. Bay State Road. As I walked down that road, and I hadn't prayed much in my life, I came to a conclusion that I was going to have to make a decision about whether I was going to stay in the church or I was going to leave. And I thought about it. There have been many times since that where I've thought about, do I want to stay in? Do I want to get out? Do I want to get out of being a leader? Do I want to stay in being a leader? Do I want to get out of being a Christian? Do I want to stay in being a Christian? And what I learned is in each of those moments, I was experiencing something called spiritual burnout. Now, most of us are familiar with burnout. And so today, for one quick thought, I want to talk about how to beat spiritual burnout. It comes down to choosing to be spiritual rather than a religious Christian. That's what it's all about. So let's take a look here. Jesus ran into some men and they were religious leaders. And they came to him with a really complicated question, a theological question, if you would. And Jesus responded in Mark 12, 24. Jesus said to them, is not this the reason you're wrong? That you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God? You know, many of us who don't read the Bible a whole lot are unfamiliar with the fact that Jesus told people they were wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. They made a mistake. They made an error. He didn't let it slide. And he said, here's the reason you're wrong. You don't know the scriptures, nor do you know the power of God. These men were schooled, steeped in, uh, if you would, a theological knowledge of the law at that time. But what Jesus said is, you don't even know it. Because there's a difference between the information and the meaning. Sometimes we can have the information, but we can miss the meaning. And so he says, you're missing the meaning because the entire thing we're talking about is a personal relationship with God. That's what spirituality is, making God personal. When we're religious, God becomes behavioral. When we're spiritual, God becomes personal. So behavioral people, they don't know God. They just know the rules. Spiritual people, they know God and they see no rules because it's a relationship. So why does spirituality beat burnout? Because what it does is it overcomes what I call the intellectualization of the scriptures, meaning us trying to be smart, insightful, know all the, the quote unquote deep stuff. But deep stuff really comes down to three things, deep relationships, deep spirituality, and deep honesty. That's how you beat burnout. But a lot of people, and I, I studied academically religion, a lot of people want to take the academic approach to the scriptures. An effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone? The Great Depression past the, anyone? Anyone? And as a result, God becomes impersonal. He becomes someone to be studied. And as a result, relationships become impersonal. Instead of spirituality, we have religiosity, which is impersonal. And instead of honesty, we have a hiddenness, a cover, a lack of trust. So we want to know three things we're going to get out of this today. Is we're going to learn, if we follow along, that deep relationships come down to God wants a personal relationship, not a performance. Deep spirituality. God wants a close motivating and inspiring relationship, which comes from talking, listening, and thinking. And finally, deep honesty. God wants our heart, 
a loving and emotionally honest relationship. God wants us to be personal. Now, why is burnout so important? And why is the personal relationship with God so important? Because we're living at a time where it is more likely than not that we've been spiritually burnt out or become spiritually burnt out. Here's a couple of interesting things. We have all hit a wall from the New York Times. That's an article that you can check out. Here's a quote. In this very bad year, of course, there are gradations of loss, loss of homes, of health, of income, the deaths of family members and other loved ones, the absence of security. In the most recent household pulse survey by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 37% of those surveyed reported feeling anxious or depressed. In 2019, that figure was 11%. In burnout and stress are everywhere from the American Psychological Association, here's a quote. From longer work hours to increased demands at home, the COVID-19 pandemic introduced new stressors to nearly every domain of life. That's what we were referring to in the previous quote, the pandemic. As the world heads into the third year of the pandemic, these stressors have become persistent and indefinite, heightening everyone's risk of burnout. Nurses are burning out, doctors are burning out, teachers are burning out. All of us are experiencing some level of burnout, and guess what? That kind of burnout leads to spiritual burnout. We can get burnout on God, burnout on reading the Bible, burnout on praying, burnout on going to church. Burnout and stress are everywhere continues. Another quote, according to the World Health Organization, burnout is a syndrome resulting from workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. It's characterized by three dimensions, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Have you felt that? Increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job and reduced professional efficacy. That's the World Health Organization in 2019, again, coming from the article, Burnout and Stress are Everywhere. Here's the thing. When we feel these emotions, when we feel these things happening in our life, we can not only get burnout at work, we can get burnout at home, and we can get burnout spiritually. As in 2020, American workers across the board saw heightened rates of burnout in 2021, and according to the American Psychological Association's 2021 Work and Wellbeing Survey of 1,501 U.S. adult workers, 79% of employees had experienced work-related stress in the month before the survey. Nearly three in five employees reported negative impacts of work-related stress, including, and this is the kicker to me, I related to all of this, a lack of interest, motivation, or energy, 26%. A lack of effort at work, 19%. 36% reported cognitive weariness. 32% reported emotional exhaustion. 44% reported physical fatigue. That's a 30% increase since 2019. The pandemic has burned us out. Jesus addressed burnout. Not only he addressed it in Mark 12, but he addressed it in Matthew 23. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the teachers of the religious law and Pharisees are the official interpreters of the law of Moses. So practice and obey whatever they tell you, but don't follow their example, for they don't practice what they teach. They crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease the burden. So what's the number one reason we get burnt out? when rules replace relationship. These religious leaders were emphasizing rules, were intellectualizing the gospel, and they weren't teaching people to make God personal. And it led to burnout. What does that look like? Spiritual burnout from being religious or religiosity or rule following. We become unmotivated. We lose our interest, motivation, or energy about God and spiritual things. We become uninspired. We have a lack of focus, a lack of effort or determination spiritually. We become unwilling, we're resistant to praying, reading, thinking, talking, or listening to God. We become unavailable. We become emotionally exhausted, detached, and we begin to suppress our emotions. 
Jesus addresses this all in Matthew 23, where he's talking to the Pharisees, which are really super religious people who are more behavioral than spiritual, more impersonal than personal in their relationship with God. In Matthew 23, verse five, what's some other characteristics we learn here about these religious people who did not have spirituality? Burnout happens when we seek popularity. Popular. <gasps> You're gonna be popular. And it replaces spirituality. We become more consumed with what people want us to be like and look like. And we become more consumed with the outside than the inside. Everything they do is for show. On their arms, they wear extra wide prayer boxes with scripture verses inside. And they wear robes with extra long tassels. And they love to sit at the head table at banquets and in the seats of honor in the synagogues. They love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi. When popularity replaces spirituality, you could also say when popularity replaces God, when the desire to look a certain way is what we love instead of loving God, that leads to burnout. And finally burnout, when behavior replaces art. What sorrow awaits you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, hypocrites. Hypocrite in the Greek means actor. For you are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you're filthy, full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, they couldn't see it. Here's the challenge with being a Pharisee. Here's what religiosity does. It blinds us to God. He says, first wash the inside of the cup and the dish, and then the outside will become clean too. How do we beat burnout? By making God personal. What does that mean? He's gotta be spiritual. There's a phrase that I learned when studying religion in college, Mysterium Tremendum. It stands for a profound mystery. It's a scholarly term from a time that I was studying the German theologian Rudolf Otto, who described it as a greater profound mystery of God or existence, which brings about an overwhelming sense of awe, humility, and submission in the person who chooses to contemplate the mystery. Some of you are saying, that's ridiculous, but that's the problem. Spirituality is not humanistic. It's not intellectual. It is beyond those. And to beat burnout, we have to make God personal by becoming spiritual people who look at the mystery of God, number two, relational. God wants a relationship, not a performance. He doesn't want all this rule following. He wants us to pursue and to know him. Emotional, God wants our heart, not our behavior. Most of us make God impersonal because we focus more on our behavior than the condition of our heart. And finally, intellectual. God wants us to know and understand him, not study him. When we approach intellectual things as I want to study God, mistake. You want to know God. Spiritual, relational, emotional, intellectual, beat burnout by making God personal. That's one quick thought. Let's go beat that burnout.